Good morning, everybody. I hope you have had a wonderful um, weekend. And uh, ooh, the weather is turning really, really freezing cold in Melbourne. And there has been a massive amount of snow um, on the mountains, which is um, uh, it's 70 centimetres at Falls Creek, which is crazy. Um, so um, today, uh, from the comfort of our own homes, uh, nice, cosy and warm, I thought I'd bring um, up this topic uh, of free versus paid, the good, bad and ugly around um, what it means, when is the right time to do it and um, and how you can use it to your advantage and when is it pers um, uh, perhaps not a good time to do it. So what I'm going to just do, I'm just adjusting my lighting here. I'm just going to do my share of this live in the groups that it goes into and then I'm going to get stuck, stuck into the content. I've got 10 different things where we're going to compare free versus paid and the advantages and disadvantages of each of them. All right, so let me get just get this done um, and hope wherever you are, you're keeping safe and um, slowly these um, restrictions are going to um, hopefully, you know, be um, eased um, around the place here. Well, in Victoria, it seems like we'll be um, we'll be under, um, you know, a, oh, it's someone's birthday today. <laughs> um, I love it. 5th of May. Actually, I know two people born on the 5th of May and it's my birthday month. And this month, actually, you guys, is the anniversary month of the business and this uh well my birthday marks um sorry i was just going to finish the sharing um my birthday marks the anniversary of the business so when i walked out as a coach in 24th of may 2010 uh from the training that i had just done the three-day intake training uh, it was a two-year diploma but pretty much after that intake training they said um you know get out there you know you're a coach now uh get out there and find, find clients and start helping people and uh, that's when i deemed i started my business so i always mark my birthday and my um um uh, being my business anniversary if you like okay i've done all my shares now so 24th of May 2020 is going to be 10 years since I, I started out in business um, and um, I have to say I'm proud of the fact that uh, we have survived through so many different um, stages of when they say most businesses will fail under the first 12 months and you know within the first three years or within the five years and only this many businesses will be left after 10 years from when they started so um, I always kind of set that as my benchmark in terms of how I wanted to uh, progress and um, you know have the business and of course now after 10 years the next milestone will be 15 and 20 and I want to do something special for the 10 year um, anniversary but not sure what um, what yet um, and whether we'll be able to um, be out of our homes but anyway let's get stuck into uh, free versus paid and the good, bad and ugly thing and how to use it to your advantage and when is probably not the right time, um, not, not a good time or when um, might you be overdoing it uh, because I have met a lot of people who keep uh, giving away their stuff for free or they keep um, uh, wanting to help people for free but at the same time that doesn't necessarily help other people. So we're going to go through 10 different things, of course, related to businesses similar to those that I kind of deal with the most, but I'll, I'll use some real life examples as well throughout the call. All right. So um, paid events versus free events. We're going to start with that one because that's pretty much been the backbone of my 
business when it comes to um, um, you know how we do our promotions we've done live events uh, so uh, what I'm talking about here is live events okay and then there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there and people who have put on events for free okay so um, this advantages of course uh, putting a, a free event on um, you know you will have to bear all of the costs um, basically venue hire you know of course um, you know when it's a physical event there might be some catering things like that and of course you need to consider you know what's the outcome that I want to get um, from this if it is a free event then um, certainly most of the time people would be expecting there'll be some kind of like a call to action or a next step however hosting a free event um, takes away from um, the uh, certainty or the knowledge that you know that people are going to turn up and there is a commonly um, known uh, percentage that less than 10% of people who register for a free event uh, will turn up. So there's all of these other extra logistical follow-up uh, systems you need to build into what you do in order to um, make sure you have a higher turn up rate. Um, no matter how hard I've tried in the past to um, increase my turn up rate to free events, uh, I've never uh, been able to do any better than 30%. Okay, so 10% uh, will show up, um, you know, uh, most of the time. So say 100 people registered for your uh, free event, um, 10 are likely to turn up. So you might kind of go, oh, my God, I've got so many people coming. Oh, this is going to be like I'm, we're going to be so busy and all that. And then you rock up and only 10 people turn up. So just so you know, that's the common um, outcome of free events. Um, I've trialed free. Um, I've trialed um, free with VIP um, tickets. And of course, paid with a VIP upgrade. And of course, every single time um, I know that a paid event is gonna guarantee me 80% um, turn up rate, 80% plus, there's about 15 to 20% that I still see on average that do not show up, even if it is a paid event and that paid ticket, because things happen in people's lives. Okay. So, no shows um, is the disadvantage when you run a free event of course this advantage of having lots of costs to cover just by yourself uh, so you have to have a very very strong call to action and be great at what you do in order to convert so it doesn't um i also say um, masses of numbers if you get people into uh, lots of people into an event it doesn't mean that you'll, you're going to get that many more sales. Sometimes, um, you know, higher numbers don't mean, um, so think about quality versus quantity. Um, and I find my conversion rate drops in um, bigger, bigger events versus ones that are smaller paid and you have sort of more committed or targeted audience within them. The next one, is a free webinar versus um, a paid webinar. So this is an online event whereby your um, your uh, turn up rates may may even reduce even further. So again, it needs a, needs a really heavy follow up in terms of getting people to turn up. So think about giving um, your audience some kind of uh, piece of homework uh, before they come into your training. Like it depends if it's a training, depends what it is. Your um, if it's a free webinar, I'm, I'm assuming you're teaching them something. So something you know to get them to have some kind of a commitment to doing um, um, a task or pre work or things like that, and a series of uh, reminders and follow ups and um, emails up to one hour before the webinar runs and once again 
same thing as a physical seminar. It doesn't mean just because you have, um, you know, lots and lots and lots of people that the conversion rate will be, um, you know, just just as high or um, I can't even see in this uh, type of live stream if um, <laughs> where the comments um, come up. So I can't see if, if anyone is commenting and things like that at the moment. So sorry, guys, I'll just keep going. All right. So conversion rate um, uh, within free webinars, again, um, what's the commitment to the person that has turned up to the webinar and, um, you know, in terms of, you know, wanting to learn and actually has invested in themselves versus not. So there's this um, saying that I learned years back from a mentor of mine that he said, people who don't pay, they don't pay attention. People who pay little, they pay little attention. People who pay a lot, they pay a lot of attention. And um, I know how true that is for me whenever I have gotten stuff for free or how much I've really listened when something has been given away for free versus when something um, I've invested in and times when I've invested in serious amounts in terms of how much attention I pay proportionally to how much I've invested in learning something from someone. Um, you could down, uh, you can um, get access to the best online course out there for free uh, versus pay for an online course that's equivalent 10 grand or 15 grand, which I've done before. And I know uh, which one I have followed with a lot of attention and um, uh, and commitment to getting my return on investment. So um, so think about that for yourself and where you position yourself and what the commitment level of people will be if they're coming to free events or free webinars. Certainly there's a time and a place for these. They're great for lead generation. So lead generation is where you get pe people come in, they get to know you and, um, you know, maybe some will take that next step. But um, uh, once you have them within your database and you're able to add further value and nurture them, these people from free may eventuate into paid clients down the track. A lot of the time at the front end when they're just meeting you, unless they're really ready for that next step and you've done an amazing job to display the value behind what you're um, offering, they are not going to progress to the next step. They just need more like know and trust to be built first. So I think free stuff is great as a lead generation. Of course, um, you know, it can, uh, it can work really well. There's people, experts out there who convert amazing from free webinars and seminars. But um, what I have found is to build that level of mastery takes years and um, finesse of the content and tweaking of what you do. All right free pa uh, book versus a paid book so this comes back to our niche um um you know think about you know when you give away um like a downloadable pdf or you know in the past i have um run um ads to my whole book the ultimate 48 hour author book which you can see actually on this side here um and um you know works amazing again fantastic for lead generation and getting people into the system and to be able to communicate to them. But think about how much um, people actually value that free resource. I don't know how many downloadable PDFs of uh, free e books or ebooks I have downloaded and the percentage I've read is probably less than 5%, okay? So I say it collects dust on the virtual or the real life shelf, um, you know, when it is gotten for free. But when I go in there and press to pay my money uh, to Amazon uh, to download a uh, Kindle book because I really want to read it and I'll put my money there, I can guarantee you I go to it and I, I read it and I, I get the information straight away. 
giveaway. So if you are giving away some of those, um, you know, free PDFs, downloadables, eBooks, whatever it is, um, just don't hold your breath that people are gonna, oh, they're gonna read this and they're gonna contact me and they're gonna do all of that kind of stuff. Think about it, it's a long, um, long-term game in terms of, okay, this is your starting point of you adding value, you need to then communicate more and more with people. I don't know if you've noticed, but every time you download something for, for free, you get hammered with about at least five to 10 emails in the following couple of weeks uh, from that particular business owner because, of course, they don't trust that you have gone and read their stuff, so therefore, they're sending you little reminders and further value-adding gold nuggets so that if you are in this space of solving your problem um, around the thing that you downloaded, then they, they want to keep top of mind, top of mind, top of mind, and that's the right way to go about it. If you're not the right person you don't want any more info, of course, you can unsubscribe and that's cool as well. So think about that. All right, think about TV as well, free TV versus paid TV. Okay, so what happens on free TV? We get ads every seven to ten minutes, right, and you get probably two, three minutes of ads, right? Um, so when you get something for free as well, you generally um, need to uh, waste a lot more time. So free TV wastes our time because you don't get to watch our shows uninterrupted. Um, we have to sit through the ads um, and um, and they take away our attention from what we're uh, being focused on, right? So uh, versus paid TV, you pay for your movie, you sit through it, you have your hour and a half rather than two and a half hours with ads or whatever it is, and then um, you move on to stuff. So think about time, the value of time, uh, when you're getting something for free versus when you're investing for something. Usually when you're getting stuff for free, um, it's going to take you a lot longer to work it out yourself, what it is that you need to do to solve this problem versus you're paying for a solution and you get to work with someone and you're not wasting time. You're getting the fast um, fast track, you're getting the shortcut and you're getting um, you know to the point of the point. Good morning, Jody. Great to see you on the call. Finally, I can see uh, um, some comment. Um, comments coming up. I know it's working because I'm on this new uh, live producer of uh, Facebook. Okay, so yeah, think about free TV versus paid TV. What's the pain in the ass when you are watching uh, free TV versus the one that you actually uh, pay, um, you know, to get the get get the shows uninterrupted. All right, next one: free mastermind versus paid mastermind. Yeah. Um, so when we think about uh, mastermind is when a group of people get together on a regular basis and they help each other to solve each other's problems. I know I've been part of both um, and what it feels like. So with a free mastermind, uh, people turn up, they don't turn up, they care, they don't care. Um, you know, it's kind of like, oh, if it suits my life, it suits my timing, I'll turn up and um, whatever happens. Whereas with a paid mastermind, I can guarantee you people are going to be there every time each time of the month, hey Susie, um, you know, and they're gonna um, get the lessons, they're gonna go out there, implement, they're gonna get help. And also think about the quality of people. Like, you know, if you are gonna be part of a free or a paid mastermind, what's the quality of people um, that are going to be in one or the other, okay? The general um, consensus would be that a paid mastermind we ha will have highly committed, accountable people who are there to solve a problem and to get ahead in their life and business versus a paid mastermind might have people who just want to hang out socially and and they just want to feel good about, you know, kind of being part of a community uh, but not really uh, follow through and have the accountability and, and um, you know, the, the, um, the mindset 
to you know really thrive as a result of being part of that mastermind so there's a time and a place for both um and certainly um i've been an experience i've hosted free masterminds i've hosted paid masterminds um and i i see what the differences are and what that's what you got to consider again something for free is always for building and nurturing a relationship um and uh, or getting someone into your your world so you can communicate and um build uh, uh build on from there okay so next one is paid networking versus free networking events right so we talked about events earlier and that was more like workshops you know you're going to do your workshop free or paid now i'm talking about networking events and i i have been to a, again over the 10 years a big big um networker uh, good morning um uh, janine so um I've had my exercise to my PT came at 7.15. I don't know what it was, but today everyone just like slept. I got woken by the alarm, which never happens. I'm usually up before my alarm. I don't want to hear that annoying voice. Anyway, uh, free networking versus paid networking. Um, uh, free, again, people turn up. They, they try to pass around a lot of um, business cards, connect with a lot of people, they kind of whirlwind, you know, there doesn't seem to be as deep a connection as people who are committed to a paid networking group. One of the biggest examples that I can think about is BNI. BNI is amazing for startup businesses and for, for, for all businesses, but mostly people join BNI when they've just started. It's Business Networking International. And... Um, and basically, um, they pay like fees of oh, close to $1,100 or $1,500 a year. Plus, they pay their weekly breakfast fee that pays for the venue and all that kind of stuff. And they turn up week after week after week after week. And every time and every week, they got to stay what they do. Uh, they're going to connect with each other one on one. Um, they got to um, be held accountable in terms of who's given referrals, who hasn't. So there's a high level of accountability around it. And, um, you know, that give us perspective so it's a very very uh, streamlined and a strict model it's not for everybody some people may have tried to go oh, I hate BNI just so so many rules you know but you know it works it works I was part of it for my first three years in business and I visited recently uh, my old group and said to say hello and you know just they run such tight ship but um, but what I can see when there's paid networking there is you know that commitment that accountability you turn up because you've paid your fees for the year then you're paying fees to go back uh, go in there weekly you have to turn up you can only be absent twice in six months and there's all of these rules and therefore the results and the groups thrive versus a free networking but oh, i'll turn up this week i won't turn up next month you know you know there's just not that there's no skin in the game when there's no skin in the game there is lack of attention as we said before you know people don't pay they don't pay attention therefore they don't try as hard okay next one is paid online course versus free online course i mentioned this a little bit uh, before but what uh, what are you uh, what you're likely to receive generally from a free online course is more about the what this is what this is this is why the why and the what right in a free online course so you're going to get a lot of why and a lot of what right but in a paid online course you're likely to get and you will get the how you're going to get the depth of information 
So if you're always looking for free online courses and all that kind of stuff, start to recognize that they're giving you the depth of information behind what it is that you want to figure out. And usually a free online course is not going to be, you know, super long and really long videos or trainings and things like that. That's how you can tell if they're only five or 10 minute videos, three videos in a row, that's not really going to get you to the solution. You need a lot more depth. And that's why paid online courses will have half an hour, hour modules and really learning and intense kind of um, follow through and templates and checklists and all that kind of stuff. So think about free online course, you get the why and the what. In a paid online course, you get the how. Okay, so you get everything underneath all that. All right, free coaching versus paid coaching. You know, so a lot of you guys that follow me, you know, pro bono, they call it, did a ton of pro bono coaching um, in my first year of business to the point that I was running a fully booked coaching uh, practice just pro bono. And that was a good kind of um, uh, repetition of uh, um, attaining my skills um, and my intuition and what questions to ask and all that kind of stuff. But where I started really having and seeing massive shifts in my clients is when they had skin in the game, when they started to pay for their coaching. Um, and um, and by the way, hardly any one of my pro bonus ever upgraded to be a paid client because once you start with someone that way, they just don't see like, you know, how could I have received that for free and I have to pay you? This is why I'm also a big fan of having low-cost things for people to invest in rather than free things uh, first up. And this is why my seminars are paid because you get people used to paying something um, along the way and they're more likely to pay um, down the track for um, the more expensive services or whatever it is that you've got to offer. Okay, so um, so it's a lot of coaches can feel really crappy about themselves and think they're a bad coach if their clients are not getting results when they're getting pro bono coaching or free coaching, right? A lot of the time people who um, I was pro bono coaching would cancel on me, um, you know, uh, sort of not be really serious during the sessions, not take action on what we decided they would take action until the next time come in with all the excuses and all that sort of stuff the minute i had paid coaching clients it is it was a completely different ball game people were committed they had skin in the game they would do the work they would come back they would call me they ask for further questions hardly ever would they reschedule or cancel a session so don't think you're a crappy coach if your pro bono clients are not doing the work okay because not paying you is actually not just it, it's not serving them, right? When people don't pay, it's actually not serving them. You know, half of the transformation occurs because of we have a fi financial commitment to the, someone else and the other half is because we're helping them through the service and we're doing the work that we need to do as a coach and, and a mentor. So think about it and how, how long do you need to uh, be offering your services for free? Of course, an initial session to have a, um, you know, to understand a client or see if you can help them is essential. Um, I always will talk to someone for free before they commit to anything that I do because, first of all, I don't know if I can help them, right? So in order to know if I can help them and actually customise a solution for them, I need to speak to them first. Um, speaking to a lady over in New Zealand um, the other day and uh, she had come to my half-day workshop two years ago, okay, and she had followed me and, again, we were, you know, stayed in the relationship and uh, she stayed into my database and all that kind of stuff and she reached out to me and she goes, I met you two years ago, got this book I really want to publish, da da da, -da. Uh, can you tell me about the costs of publishing? And I go, well, I don't really, can't really quote you uh, straight up, you know, it's like it's 
it can be so different depending on how many words is your book and what do you want and what do you want to achieve out of it. I said, let's catch up for a quick 15-minute chat on Zoom just so I can figure out what is it that you have and you, I can ask you some more questions and then I can customize something for you and actually. So this, um, we caught up last Friday and I was able to work out. We spent probably a good 20, half an hour on the call um, and I was able to then give her a correct estimate of what she was. What this gave me an opportunity to do is rebuild our rapport from two years ago and actually just catch up as human beings um, and just get to a point where, okay, I understand who you are and what you want. Here's the thing that I think I can help with and therefore now the ball is in your court. So really, really important that you still offer it's you still offer people the opportunity because you want to be able to build rapport, establish value, and see if you can solve a problem. Okay. Um couple of examples from real life where free works really well and um and you know uh is restaurants when they give away like free food you know sort of um we were over in um our last trip before the lockdown was um in queensland so we did um gold coast brisbane sunshine coast and when we were in the last um stop which was sunshine coast um we went out for uh, before restaurants shut down we went out on the street and go oh, we feel like something for dinner and all that sort of stuff and this amazing italian restaurant a lady was standing in front um and offering you know samples of free pizza um and um you know for people who are walking past to get more obviously clients in there we said oh why not let's give this a, a, a taste and it was amazing that pizza was like so good and we said yep you're so we're sold come on in um get us two of these pizzas and um and that's our dinner for the night because we just didn't couldn't even think about what to eat that night. It was so yummy. So that's where free also works really well. Someone sampling your product works really well at makeup counters, you know, when they give away free makeovers and they talk you through as they're doing your makeup, what sort of products they're using and why, um, and or they give away free samples. Makeovers, however, can be a lot more leveraged because, of course, there's multiple products being used and therefore uh, you go, okay, I'll have one of these, one of these, one of these, one of this, and all that kind of stuff. So it works really, really well um, there. So think about all of these various things I've covered off, um, you know, where you place yourself. If at every po point of your business, you will have um, to make a decision should this be free? Should this be paid? Test it, see how it works, um, and think about the mindset that someone is going to be coming into your thing with if you are and have offered it or are giving it for free okay don't take it out on yourself if you uh, that you know oh people are not serious or my thing doesn't work and and you are doing it for free and um therefore you know people um are not as committed or attached to um to the results or even you know doing the work or following through or reading your free resource and stuff. don't be disheartened and think about the quote that people who don't pay don't pay attention people who pay little they pay little attention people who pay a lot they pay a lot of attention and you need to have those stages in your business built in so that you know you have the opportunity actually to and so as you think about the sales funnel of course your free uh, stuff will be at the top but it's not likely that all of those people at the top that get your free stuff are ever gonna move down and um, actually decide yeah I'm gonna solve my problem and you're the person to help me do it but the point is it's a numbers game so that when they start off from here a certain percentage will move down to the next level and a certain percentage of those will also move down to the next level through you consistently turning up, adding value, sending an email, doing live streams, just doing all of the things that 
that continue to illustrate and give people practical information to get, um, you know, to position yourself also and stay top of mind with people. Really, really, really important. So go forth and do all your testing and certainly offer different things and just uh, start to analyze what all of this means for you. All right, guys. So that's it. That's it for, uh, for today. I'm going to go now to my Ultimate 48 Hours Mastermind group, talk to those guys about um, some author-related kind of stuff. Um, and, um, and by all means, you know, if you have something that you are offering for free, share it with us in the comments box. And I want to see what it is and, um, and how it actually unfolds uh, from here on in. Or if you have insights around how it's worked or hasn't worked for you when you have put it out there, um, you know, or pet hates, uh, likes, dislikes, because I have I have got my own pet heads when I'm absolutely categorically don't want to do something something and for me being in the event space I'm really really um, averse uh, to giving away free tickets to my webinars and uh, seminars even though they are my introductory product I really am averse to doing that I don't know if it's a limiting mindset uh, but um, but I think yeah people will yeah pay at least some attention to what I've got to say um, and have a greater percentage in terms of following through if they have got at least a little bit of an investment and some skin in the game all right have a wonderful Monday guys and I will see you next week so go and smash it out